considered. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Definitely not sympathy, thought Mrs. Maybourne. No nonsense briskness. Of course it was. You'll like it once you find your way around. Maybe, Grace thought some more. Finally, her fears came spilling out. What if I don't? What if they all hate me? Mrs. Maybourne laughed. Gracie, why on earth would they hate you? Because they all know one another and I'm the outsider. Because they'll all have their little enmities and allegiances. And I'll say the wrong things to the wrong people because I don't know what they are. Because they'll think I'm intruding. And they'll want to cut me down to size right away to save themselves the trouble of doing it later. Because they'll hate my smart new uniform and the way I do my hair and my stupid cut-glass accent that's your fault for sending me to elocution lessons. Oh, Mum, she wailed, I don't want to go. Will you phone in and tell them I'm sick? Mrs. Maybourne, half laughing still, half crying, reached out plump arms and gathered her daughter to her breast. No, of course I won't. You'll be just fine. You'll march in there as if you owned the place, and anything that needs dealing with, you'll do it. This time tomorrow, all this will be forgotten. Grace hoped she was right. Still, she gave it one last try. I don't have to go if I don't want to. Yes, said Mrs. Maybourne firmly. You do. Why? Grace peered out rebelliously from under the freshly trimmed fringe. Her mother sighed. Because, dear, you're the new superintendent of police in Norbold, and they can't ask the last one to come back because somebody shot him. That was this morning. Now it was afternoon, and it hadn't been as grim as Grace had feared. There were a couple of decent sergeants at Meadowvale Police Station, and the head of CID seemed to know what he was doing. And now it turned out she wasn't even the only new girl starting today. Superintendent Maybourne glanced at the note on her pad. Constable Hazel Best. Not exactly new, but back from extended sick leave. Why did that ring a bell? Ah, yes. She was that one. The one they'd told her about. The reason Norbold had needed a new superintendent in the first place. She gave a pensive frown. Did that mean she owed her promotion to Constable Best? And if so, should she be grateful or not? For now, all she needed to be was courteous and professional. She sent word to the front desk that Constable Best should report to her as soon as she was free. Three minutes later, the girl was in her office. In fact, Hazel Best wasn't a girl. She was twenty-seven, which didn't make her a grey-haired old granny, but did make her a little long in the tooth for a probationary constable. This was her second career. She'd been a teacher before joining the Thin Blue Line. She'd done well in college, done well in basic training, was doing well in her first posting. And then it had all gone pear-shaped. Superintendent Maybourne smiled encouragingly. Do you want to tell me what happened? I'm happy to tell you what happened, ma'am, Hazel said carefully. She was still standing at attention, hands behind her back. A tall, well-built young woman with a mass of fair curls that she forced into a bun for work but allowed the freedom of a rough ponytail when she was off duty. 
I'm equally happy for you to hear it from someone else. The facts are a matter of record. In fact, she heard herself straying onto dangerous ground and stopped. In fact, echoed the superintendent encouragingly. She was twenty years older than the constable, and infinitely more experienced, but her manner, though non-committal, was polite. When women first started reaching the upper echelons of the police service, it seemed that the best way to achieve advancement was to be like their male colleagues. If they weren't hard, brash and abrasive, they pretended to be. By the time Grace Mayborn was making her presence felt, though, there was a recognition that good women officers brought different qualities to the table. There was nothing mannish about her, but no one ever looked into her cool blue eyes and thought she represented an easy option. Hazel took a deep breath. She had known this interview was coming. She hadn't expected...